Greetings and salutations from Times Square, crossroads of the world. This is the Muni Lowdown, produced by DebtWire Municipals, where we talk about this week's most interesting stories in the municipal bond market. And I am your host, Young Lim, desk editor at DebtWire Municipals. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, February 16, 2021. And welcome to the Muni Lowdown, the podcast produced by DebtWire Municipals. And today we have, as our guest, Ava Lorenz, a reporter in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Ava, welcome to our show. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. We have great weather here. You know, I was going to tell you, if I could trade for the time, the duration of this podcast with you, with the sunny weather, I believe it's 83 and sunny in San Juan, for the cold in the the Northeast, I will gladly trade, even for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on my shorts and think of warm weather, but I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> All right. So since you're our reporter in Puerto Rico and you cover what's going on, a, a major stuff came uh, happened last week. I want to ask you about the um, the debt adjustment plan. What happened last week? Well, um, the Financial Oversight and Management Board for Puerto Rico announced that it had reached an agreement with its creditors to restructure um, some $35 billion in debt and $50 billion in pension obligations. However, the board did not make public that debt adjustment plan. They actually, the board actually requested an extension until March to present uh, that debt adjustment plan. It's, and so this is very significant and it means that th- we might be able to, uh, Puerto Rico might be able to exit uh, bankruptcy this year. Now, didn't the parties already have a debt adjustment plan? Yes. Um, let me give you a little bit of background. Sure. The, the the Financial Oversight and Management Board and Puerto Rico's creditors reached an agreement in September of 2019. That agreement was amended in February 2020. However, when the pandemic reached Puerto Rico and they have the lockdown and the revenues went down, the Financial Oversight and Management Board requested an adjournment in the bankruptcy process in an effort to renegotiate this debt deal to take into account the impact of the pandemic. And what happened was that they requested uh, the FOMB or the Financial Oversight and Management Board requested several adjournments. Then the creditors went to court to request, ask the judge to impose deadlines for the Financial Oversight and Management Board to uh, present a debt adjustment plan. And their argument was that the previous debt adjustment plan, the one that had been reached in September 2019, had the support of most creditors. In other words, they wanted to pressure the FOMB to present the debt adjustment plan that was previously negotiated without taking into account the impact of the pandemic. Then, of course, in October, the judge said, well, I'm going to impose a deadline, but 
uh, until February 10 for the Financial Oversight and Management Board to present a debt adjustment plan, but she denied a request from the creditors to throw out throughout the case in case it in case the Financial Oversight and Management Board failed to present that plan. During that time, the parties renegotiated a new debt adjustment plan, and that was the one that was uh, reached supposedly in February. They, they had to present the plan in February 10. The agreement, according to the court documents, was reached the day before, but they, they requested additional time so they could get more creditors in the process. We do know that it does not have the support of all the creditors as of now, uh, the, this new dev adjustment plan. Right. Then, so... Thanks for the history. So, but why do you think the uh, the FOMB, the Financial Oversight Management Board, why did they ex request the extension? They requested the extension because, first of all, they don't have the support of all the creditors. Right. And of course, they want to be able to to get that. But also because the debt adjustment plan, usually as it happened last year, needs to be approved after a fiscal plan. And the thing is that Puerto Rico is right now working on a new fiscal plan. As a matter of fact, the governor has to submit a draft in, on, on February next week. Sometime next week, he has to submit a draft for a new fiscal plan. And the board has already said that it plans to have a new fiscal plan this year in April. So this debt adjustment plan should actually, and this is what the experts are saying, that the board wants to wait until it has a new fiscal plan in place, I guess, just to see if it needs to be it, if it needs to be accommodated to that fiscal plan or vice versa before it's admitted to the court. That's what the experts are saying. Okay, Eva. So then I've got one last question for you. Let, you were talking about the creditors earlier. So I know you said some are in agreement, but can you tell me about the creditors who are not in agreement with this uh, new deal that they were announced last week? Yes, we know for sure that AMBAC Assurance Corporation, which insures about $3 billion in debt, they are not part of this debt adjustment plan. They have since last year been asking for discovery on the Commonwealth assets and on the Commonwealth bank accounts in order for them to be able to have the information they need to decide whether they will join this plan or not. So we know for sure, and they, they have already said in court documents that they are not part of this plan. The other group that is opposing is, is the Unsecured Creditors Committee. At the Unsecured Creditors Committee, they are saying that they're getting very little, so we know that they also are opposing this plan. I just want to let you know that the board unveiled an offer that they have made to the creditors in October. Now, we know that this offer is not the same thing as the debt adjustment plan, but in that offer, they agreed to, they had of, uh, said that were, they were going to reduce the debt from $35 billion to about $5 billion and reduce debt payments from $90 billion to $30 billion. So we know that the information that we have is that the unsecured creditors are getting less than 1% of what they of what they invested. We expect opposition, at least from those groups. Just to clarify, the deadline extension is March 8th, correct? Yes. Okay, good. All right, well, obviously, uh, we'll um, keep monitoring that, and we'll we'll talk to you probably again um, in March. But Ava, thank you so much for your time today. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, and that is our show for today. Uh, many thanks to Ava Lorenz in San Juan, Puerto Rico. 
And always, thanks for our listeners out there in Muniland who tune in the latest in distressed mini debt on the mini lowdown, produced by Deadwire Municipals. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the mini lowdown with me, your host, Young Lim. If you want to know more, subscribe to debtwire.com and follow us on social media. Please leave comments, rate, like, and share. Join us next week when we talk about the latest in the municipal bond market.